It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Hello there, how are you today? I'm still battling a cold, and you might hear it in this episode. I can release this episode... <clears throat> See, there goes my voice. I can release this episode today with the help of dozens of fellow romantics around the world. Thank you so much for your support. Now, let's go see what Lex is up to this week. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 32. Blob. That's a strange title. Oh well. I'm sticking with it. Lex studied the ceiling. Her alarm was still ringing. She let it. All she cared about was if the room would start moving again soon. Her eyes flicked to the built-in closet. She braced herself in case the bed would start shifting under her but nothing happened. Lex rolled onto her side and reached for her phone. She finally stopped the alarm. It was 6 a.m. She had left the curtains open. The ever-present glow of New York City's lights filled the room. Lex sighed. The lump in her throat made it hard to swallow. She didn't notice she was crying until the salty tears reached her lips. Lex grabbed the pillow next to her, the one Mary had rested her head on and held it against her chest. There was only one word for the anguish she was in. She was heartbroken, and she knew she had done most of the breaking. Mary had been right to walk away. Lex breathed out tiredly. She didn't want to give in to the tears too much. That would keep her in bed all day, and she had things to do. She had a plan to stick to. After Mary had left last night, Lex had stared out of the window for hours. She had replayed the conversation with her mother numerous times. She had done the same with Mary's words. Finally, Lex had come up with a plan. She had decided things needed to change. She needed to change. This version of herself wasn't working for her. Not anymore. She had been too focused on becoming successful for most of her life. She had been a workaholic. She had been judgmental. And she had been someone who lied when things got uncomfortable. In essence, she had become everything she had always hated about her father. Still, she wasn't entirely like him. Lex had stood up for Vicky, hadn't she? She had paid a hefty price for it. 
But maybe losing everything was a gift. Perhaps it had set her free to lead a different life. Mary had made her see things in a different light. Yes, Lex had lost Mary before she had even fully realized what a gift having Mary in her life was. But she hadn't lost herself. On the contrary, she felt like she was finally discovering who she really was. Or could be. It sounded strange, even to herself, but Lex had decided she would accept the heartbreak. It was worth it. She would embrace this new life. Tears and all. She knew exactly where to start. Her new job. She had not been a good co-worker at the store. She had been even worse as a boss. She had to get to work and make amends. Lex did seem to feel a lot better this morning. Would it last? There was only one way to find out, she decided. Lex pulled the sheets to the side and slowly sat up. She made sure the room wasn't moving before getting up. Something in her back snapped as she stretched her arms into the air. She picked dark blue jeans, a simple shirt, and a sweater from the left side of her closet. She would change into an official Leroy blouse like the rest of the staff later anyway. The bathroom light came on automatically. Lex threw off the old t-shirt she had slept in. She hesitated after stepping into the shower. It reminded her of Mary. Lex ran her hand over the smooth tiles. She pictured Mary enjoying the rain shower head smiling up into the water. It was hard to accept that Mary would never do that again. Lex knew she shouldn't even think about this. It was only making things harder. It would be stupid to deny that she still had a tiny glimmer of hope left, though. What if Mary saw that Lex truly had changed? Not immediately, of course. Maybe in the long run. Mary hadn't come here last night to break up with her, after all. Lex couldn't stop thinking about the texts Mary had sent her before she had come to the apartment yesterday. They had been a desperate plea for Lex to open up, to stop lying. Lex was ready to do that now. She would do it for herself, though. Not for Mary. Still, if Mary one day decided to give her another chance, she would take it. Lex switched on the water. Her shoulders relaxed under the hot stream. She let the water pound her head for a long while. Then, a thought popped up into her mind. In less than two weeks, Mary would leave the store. What if she hadn't been serious about staying friends? What if Mary would disappear from her life entirely? Lex grabbed the shampoo bottle and squeezed it. A pink, creamy blob slipped through her fingers and onto the floor. She poked at it with her toe. It slid down the drain. One blob at a time, Lex said out loud. She had no idea where it had come from. She smiled at her own random statement, though. It didn't make a lot of sense, but it still made her feel better. One blob at a time. She repeated and nodded. Lex arrived at the store about 90 minutes later. She had walked the entire way, not sure she could handle sitting in the back of a car. She never knew what would trigger this vertigo thing. For once, she didn't mind the walk. She had dug up an old skiing coat in her closet to keep herself warm. She had to admit to herself that it was a lot more comfortable than her leather jacket. 
Lex felt strangely at home when she walked into the back of the store. Everything was silent, but she doubted she had been the first to arrive. Either Mary or Karen had to be here already. Lex wouldn't go looking for Mary. She didn't want to force her into a conversation. She would stick to the schedule she had been assigned instead. This week, she was on duty in the cafe. After putting her coat away, Lex opened the door to the store area. The main lights were still off. Lex heard noises coming from upstairs, though. Someone was already working in the cafe. She drew in a deep breath before heading for the stairs. It was time to walk her talk. The fridge opened and closed while Lex climbed the stairs. Someone poured something into a cup. Lex's heart rate picked up. Was it Mary? What would she say if it was? Lex immediately recognized Karen's round shoulders and thin, blonde hair. She stood with her back to Lex, pushing buttons on the screen of the coffee machine. Good morning, Lex croaked, pushing away her disappointment. Karen almost dropped the carton of milk. Oh, she gasped and spun around. Her shoulders dropped when she saw Lex. You scared the bejesus out of me. Lex hurried over to the counter. I'm sorry. Karen's eyes searched her face. How are you? We didn't expect you back so soon. Doing better, Lex replied. She pointed at the large coffee machine. I didn't want to miss my shift at the cafe today. I have a lot to learn. Karen didn't bother hiding her surprise. Hard to argue with that, she teased. The corners of Lex's lips curved up. Can you show me what you are doing? It might make me more useful to the rest of the team today, she said sincerely. Karen put down the carton of milk. Her eyes held Lex's for a long moment, as if she was evaluating Lex's intent. Finally, her face lit up. Of course, come back here. Lex did as told, rolling up her sleeves. Great, thank you. Karen threw Lex a curious glance. Have you ever worked as a barista before? God, no. Lex blurted out. I've never done anything like it. It's hard work, Karen said. As the store manager, you won't work here often, but when you do, it will make a difference. Lex propped up her hip against the counter. How so? You'll have to jump in when we're understaffed. The way you handle yourself in those moments will either make you a useful addition to the team or a useless manager. <laughs> okay, Lex chuckled. You don't mince your words, do you? Karen crossed her arms, again keeping her gaze fixed on Lex. I never do. I've been in this store for a long time and it means a lot to me. The people who work here mean a lot to me. Lex pursed her lips before speaking slowly. I know I'm not ready to be a store manager, Karen. Karen's expression immediately softened. It encouraged Lex to keep going. Hannah wants me in the trenches before I become the CFO of this company. And I'll admit it, at first I thought Hannah was insane. But I know better now, though. I want to be here now. I'm happy to hear it, Karen replied. What changed? Lex could feel her cheeks turning red as she said, Mary talked some sense into me. Karen brightened visibly. That girl is something special, isn't she? Yes, she is. Lex said, feeling her throat tighten. Karen clapped her hands together. All right, let's teach you some useful things. 
Lex nodded eagerly, happy to run away from the suffocating sadness that was rapidly filling her chest. Grabbing the portafilter of the espresso machine, Karen asked, Before I forget, do you have plans on Thursday evening? No, Lex said, surprised by the question. I don't think so. Good, Karen smiled and pointed at a row of large cans. Can you hand me one of those? Lex happily obliged. Our standard coffee blend is stored in these containers, Karen continued, holding it up. Okay, Lex said. For an espresso, you have to manually put the coffee grind into the portafilter, Karen explained, lifting her other hand with a filter. Okay, are espressos a popular drink? Lex asked, assuming this was why Karen was teaching her how to make an espresso first. Not really, Karen said, opening the airtight container with coffee. But it's Mary's favorite. Oh, oh, okay, Lex stuttered. She suddenly got the feeling Karen knew more than she was letting on. Had Mary told her something? What's happening on Thursday evening? She asked, attempting to change the topic. She didn't want to cry in front of Karen, and she felt like she might if they kept talking about Mary. We're throwing Mary a goodbye party, Karen said, carefully putting ground coffee into the portafilter. It starts after the store closes, Karen continued and handed Lex the filter, pointing at the machine. Lex turned to the espresso machine. At least she knew where to put in the filter. She bit her lip as she focused. She didn't want to think about saying goodbye to Mary. Compress the coffee first, Karen said kindly, touching Lex's elbow. Right, Lex said. So, will you come to the party? Karen asked. Of course, Lex answered quietly. She had underestimated how hard this all was. She would have to find a way to deal with it, though. This was just the first step of her plan. Things were only going to get harder from here. This was part 32 of The Taste of a Smile. It was so wonderful to read your comments on the script excerpts of this episode. I love how many of you were excited to see this side of Lex. I can't wait to hear what you think after listening to the full episode. Want to join the conversation? Come over to the website and become a member of the community. It's free. As always, don't hesitate to email me if you have any questions. I love hearing from you. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you back here on the podcast channel in two weeks. <clears throat>